It's the old Doctor Who show, episode number 47, Maudrin Undead. Go forward in all your beliefs and prove to me that I am not mistaken in mine. You couldn't control my mind before, and you certainly can't control it now. Would you like a jelly, baby? The TARDIS, when working properly, is capable of many amazing things. Because the polarity of the neutron flows, and the TARDIS will be free of the force field. Well, the TARDIS is more than a machine. It's a genetic, it's like a person. Resulting reaction is fighting. Are you ready? Welcome back to the old Doctor Who show, your classic Doctor Who review podcast. I, as always, am one half of your hosts. Your hosts split in two. The Siamese uh, baby dreams of your heart. My name is Eric Grissom, and this is... I don't even know how to respond to any of that. This is my doppelganger. Oh, well, I'm, hey, I'm Dan. Dan, you, and we're here doing? to talk about Twin Peaks, because Twin Peaks is good. But the next time we do <laughs> record this episode, the It'll show be will be over. over forever, and I'll be sad. No, uh, we're not here to talk about Twin Peaks. We're here to talk about Doctor Who. How are you, Dan? I'm doing great, Eric. How are you? Good. I was going through our notes or news or whatever, and I don't think we have anything going on. There's not a whole lot of anything There's this time, guys. Right? I guess I'm going to I'm gonna attribute it to August, and everyone is on vacation except for us. Uh, but I have a feeling that's not the case, and people just hate this story. No, I don't know. No, nothing this time. We, we, hey, we've had, we had a, a embarrassment of riches in the last couple of stories, so... Uh, yeah, I mean, Fine even aside me, from viewer mail, but we don't have any news or anything that's going on. Oh no, that, that is well. Or... Well, I mean, there was there was the mention of the companion for the new Doctor uh, being someone who I don't know anything about. As I don't well. know any of that news. Oh, um, I, this is just something I gleaned from from the twitters. Um, something about a, a, an older gentleman being her companion, and some. People kind of pointed out, like, oh, that's interesting. You're having a female doctor, but then having a companion who is more like the doctor has been. Yeah. This uh, weird sort of gendery thing. I had no. Uh, I, had I don't no know anything idea. about and it. And I don't want to know. Let's be honest. I don't want to Well, it's too late. Now you know. Let it come naturally via via the story, Dan. Yeah. I've been but clear that, that's on how it. I feel about that kind of thing. I don't Should think we just you get it even jump once. into the Maudrin Undead here? Yeah, let's just do it. We're gonna um, we'll jump right in. I got into nothing else, and usually we rattle off for fifteen minutes before we jump in. But we might as well hit the button, and because uh, I got some stuff to say about this episode here. Oh, good. Let's do so that then. Pop the button let's... in, Dan. This will be a short one. We haven't much longer. I need to know that I have your assent to our arrangement. You'll find me the most accommodating of partners. Murder? I'm not sure I could go that far. You will be destroying one of the most evil creatures in the universe. He calls himself the Doctor. Why can't you destroy him? You have the powers. I may not be seen to act in this. I must not be involved. I need time to think. There is no time. Yes or no. Don't send me back to Earth, please. Yes or no. Yes. (laughs) 
coming round. <laughs> Steady on, old chap. You've had a bit of a knock. This is the Maudrin Undead. This is written by Peter Grimwade, who we you may remember had written Time Flight, not one of our favorite uh, stories, uh, but he wrote this one. It's directed by Peter Moffat, who we've also seen before and whose work escapes me, but I know we've covered <laughs> episodes that he's directed. This is the third series, so that's on you. Just go back through our feed, and when I say Peter Moffat and I do some dumb thing about Stephen Moffat, but... Where are we? Where we're talking about the third serial, twentieth <laughs> season. This aired in nineteen eighty-three. Yeah. Uh, the TARDIS is driven off course when it comes into contact uh, with a ship that's locked in a fixed point of time and space, which causes some problems. The Doctor and Tegan and Nisa become separated in time, and both meet with different versions of the Brigadier. Uh, both of them then have to uncover the secrets of the Modern Undead. Also the Black Guardian. Also a precocious schoolboy who will stab you right in the face if it means he can get off the planet Earth. What did you think of uh, the story here, the modern undead, Dan? I really liked this story, although it was overly complicated for reasons that I can't quite explain. But I overall liked it a lot. There was It was like a big jubilee celebration of all things Who, because there was so much... So many callbacks and references to previous... Th- I mean, this is the 20th, 20th anniversary season, so there's a lot of that happening in the season anyway. But, um, yeah, just a lot of cool references. Not just the Brigadier, and then the Brigadier will come back to this, but had like, this flashback of his memories, which was kind of a, a neat thing. And um, previous enemies, because we're talking about the, the Black Guardian coming back. It was, it, was, uh, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, I thought it was great. I mean, I love the... Well, before we get into that, I guess we should yeah. talk about... Last episode that we recorded, we had a piece of viewer mail that came in that asked us to predict who we thought the companion was. Do you remember that? Vaguely. Really? Yeah. Okay. It happened. You I, no, I remember it happening. Joe I don't Grant. remember what I said. You picked I just don't Joe Grant. Oh, right. I picked That's right. Harry. That's right. Uh, yeah. Neither of us were right. But what I thought was close. interesting was they say both how is Harry and or what's Harry up to and like how is Joe Grant? So or that, tries to jog his memory of Joe Grant. Right. Yeah. Yes. The, the so we were so basically what you're saying is we were right. Well, I will say this. I never really considered the Brigadier a companion. It was still a great question. I love that we were asked that and we yeah. trying to figure it out. Agreed. But he wasn't on my radar just because I don't even though he was certainly a huge part of the story and the adventures and everything. He Through was always just a doctors. guy with unit and not I wouldn't call him a companion but technically i guess he is a companion so yeah bravo yeah, on that question that was a lot of fun yeah. uh, even though i've forgotten i, yeah, I remember so now that we answered this totally question black that out but in I, the beginning when but the, this story opens with these two kind of annoying kids there's there's hippo <laughs> and uh tolo now hippo has a real name <laughs> it doesn't matter but that's the nickname that this awful annoying rich kid who it's, maybe it's, is an alien but we'll get into that turlo uh, turlo anyway, calls him yeah. they steal the brigadier's car and they're running down the back road and then all of a sudden another car is coming and i there's a guy with a mustache that almost looks like timothy dalton uh in flash <laughs> gordon turns the wheel and then, and then i was like oh it's the brigadier because it just popped into my head i guess the mustache going into this knowing someone from a previous show is oh wow 
And then you see the real Brigadier, who looks nothing like Timothy like Dalton-looking guy. And then I was like, oh, I was right, but not right at all. But there is the Brigadier without Sans mustache. So that was like an that? interesting uh, set of scenes, No, you know, having already looked yeah. ahead for who the companion was. What happened to that I mustache did... guy? Nobody knows. Horrible accident. The kids I don't think he survived. Out. He just kept I'm going. I'm pretty sure he, he did not survive. He is in pieces scattered across the road. I, uh, I actually didn't recognize the brigadier at first because there was no mustache and he's so much older i once literally the, vo- just the voice did, didn't do it for you like once it was he started no it was the voice yeah, once you're he, like oh okay that's right but you first kind of see him uh i think you first see him kneeling beside the car after the accident and he turns and looks i i didn't have right. any and recollection. he's puffier and he's recently <clears throat> shaved obviously because he's also shooting half of this storyline with his mustache well, with a mustache, with I don't a know mustache. it might have been a stunt mustache. Oh, was it mustache. real? I thought it was a real mustache. Maybe, I, it, maybe it was real. Prosthetic. I don't see why. They I spent their why. entire uh, <laughs> special effects budget on that, on the mustache. In in either case, um, it was good to see him again. He's was older looking than I was expecting, but it makes sense. I mean, the last time we saw him was I don't know what episode. The remember. previous doctors ago. I mean, it was yeah. No, I don't because it was still pe- during the first fourth Peter doctor. Davison, but he was with Tom Baker. But Tom Baker he was, was a doctor Baker. for forty years. So forty years. <laughs> Who can say? Um, it's impossible to say. The short shorts on some of these kids, like these uh, youngsters with their <clears throat> yeah, these shorts are just painted on. It was a weird. <laughs> it was a, yeah, the eighties, the early eighties was a weird time. The short technology hadn't caught up. Come uh, on, so. Terlo, we can't steal that ca- that guy. That I was kid. hoping he was oh. going to end up under a tire at one point. That there was little. one part where the brigadier uh, reprimanded him, saying that he needed to take more exercise. Uh, so he could have more stamina, and he wouldn't have such a disgusting body. Yeah, he says that. <laughs> the Brigadier like... also tells the Headmaster, I hope it's you so beat cool. him senseless. Like, he kept talking about, like, <laughs> he's very into yeah, hard, stern punishment, the Brigadier. he's not. No one likes that kid. I, I think he kind of had it coming. No, nobody likes any of them. Turlo also no. is a weirdo. Uh, who? Super duplicitous. Really the strange. Whole thing. I mean, you. they set him up. He gets... Put into that, so the accident happens. So, yeah. Where we where were we at? It. He yeah. immediately is in this 1984 80s looking uh, special effect thing, and then a dude shows up with a fake dead bird, dead on, his bird on his head. On the all right, this is cool. Did it not look like Ian McKellen, or am I just being uh, British racist? Kind of. It, kinda, I mean, I, it was I, a it was an like yeah, an old I did not think of him, but I could see where you got that from. I was like, oh, yeah. who is this? Uh, I mean, I knew it wasn't extra. And yeah. I was like, oh, this is cool. And then he's the Black Guardian. And we had never seen yeah. the Black Guardian, although yes, we, we heard about him. I don't think – did we see him in all of Key, to, key, key of Time? Key of Time. Yeah, well, in key two time. the – One or – a key and time. And then you, Time keys. Yeah, you, you put time the keys. word in between. But I know we saw the White Guardian, but I don't – did we ever see the Black Guardian? He just spoke through a crystal, right? Or it was a skull? I can't remember. No, uh, I actually had to go back and and look at this. So Did you watch that it again. Well, I watched uh, a little bit. So this was in the final story of the yeah Armageddon factor. I think it's yeah. Called. I didn't um, think we saw him, um, so I was happy that because he's he a well. I mean, there, there was the, sh- the the shadow character that he was controlling. I guess that that wasn't actually the Black Guardian, and the Black Guardian had been posing as the White Guardian, so I guess you didn't actually see him in this, got, at least in this incarnation of right. him, what he actually looks like In any case, like you now, can so. re-listen to our episode of uh, Armageddon, Again, factor, guys, in which case we will sound much more versed in the knowledge of the of the Black Guardian. I just want to remind our listeners that once we watch a story and it's review gone. it, I immediately wipe it's it from gone. my memory. 
wipe yeah, it Dan entirely. Dan can't even remember the question that we got about which was the companion. What question was which that? Which was just three weeks ago. Exactly. I don't even know what question exactly. you're talking about. Okay. But my point anyway, is, so, so he's in this... Guardian. Yeah, he's in this special effects world, and Tol- Turlo says, uh-huh. I hate everybody on Earth. Don't and I was like, I there. could relate to this guy. Yeah. But then, as, as it goes, it becomes clear that he's... Depth, there's something up with him. He's he's talking in uh, scientific terms. He's understanding concepts. Yeah. When he's so, in the spaceship, he talks about wanting to go home. And it wasn't until watching it again a couple of times that he's probably an alien of some kind. I but think I did not get to, that meant to be implied. Time. No, I didn't either. I thought that was meant to be implied from that first moment. But I took it the same way. It's just like, oh, you're so, you know... Yeah. I don't know. You're just so dis- you're a disaffected youth, and you hate everyone on Earth. I get that. That's totally. Yeah, but, I was like, but okay, I think I, it was it. supposed to be much more strongly suggested. I, um, you know, I, I go back after I watch the the story. I'll go and and you know do a little um, research as well, and I read some other people's takes on the story just in case I missed anything. And it seems like everyone kind of got that, but me right away from the beginning. So I'm yeah. glad I was going to ask you that it. as well. I didn't. There's obviously something is different about him, and they yeah. say like his parents are dead, and right. there's a strange solicitor in London. Who's the strange solicitor, so, Eric? Who is it? I don't know that he's an alien per se, but there's so- he's not normal. Um, right. That. But when he's right. talking about, in any case, I think this is the first time we're seeing him. He becomes a companion at the end. Spoiler. Uh, and then so. This is part of a longer story, so I'm, I'm, I assume his backstory or who he really is will become apparent in the next story storyline. Yeah did you did you see it coming that he was going to be a companion? I not really. I mean, I, I didn't know if we, as we got towards the end if he was going to be killed or or shown to be the backstabber that he is or the Black Guardian. I didn't realize this was a longer arc. You know, this Neither is this is part of I think like a Black Guardian trilogy or something. And I don't, if this is the first one, maybe we have two more stories. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, again, sto- uh, plot line. We try not to read ahead as much as possible for the spoilers. Um, I didn't know the new companion was coming f- in this story, so I was surprised that actually I texted you. Uh, at yeah, them, you I was like, said, I like, just watched the final moment of this and screamed no at my television. I I just I like Turlo. it's an interesting. He's like an character. annoying rich kid that would go to that school like that that it would lie he lies to everybody like he's you know talking to the headmaster and saying that the other kid actually did it and then when the other kid comes in and goes no no i took you know yeah he's just a horrible person i think it will be interesting to have a character it'll have an interesting effect on the chemistry of the the companions and what's going on in the tardis in the future stories so i'm i am looking forward to it in that way but I just wasn't expecting that. And I, you know, we keep running into problems, or at least I feel like we keep running into problems when we have too many companions in the TARDIS, just because not everyone, not everyone has enough to do. And this guy, at least he has this whole duplicitous, not really know what he's thinking, where he's coming from, going for him. But he's, he's already got the same, you know, knows so much about space and, and, and math and everything else, well, which is the same that Nisa already has too. And that was kind of her problem. With her and Adric, is it gave Adric nothing to yeah, do. I would say so I'm a little this, concerned about that. Right, I would address your concerns by saying I don't think he's going to be a companion for much longer than the first episode of don't the t- storyline. I, I think he'll, I don't want to know. He'll be outed and become a villain. Don't. 
Don't I don't think we're going to be sitting with him for a long time. The way do you know that, or are you just guessing? I don't know that. I don't know anything. Oh, I have okay, no okay. idea what's going to happen. But <laughs> yeah, me neither. My me take neither. is his role as quote unquote companion is going to be short lived. Oh, I, that would be that's what I think. find with me. We will find out when we get I to the so. terminus, right, or terminal or something. Terminus is next. It's coming next. So that was our review of Modric. No, um, oh, so- I got more. I got so much more to say. Please I love the Go music on. was like rocking. It was like it was like the guitars just starts picking up. Did you notice yeah. that? It's like very yeah, aggressive, the- sci- uh, cheaper sci-fi sounding music. Yeah, you got that '80s Carpenter <laughs> yeah, sort of. Yeah. Except for the moment when they are driving that jalopy down the road, and it is just the worst incidental music. Yeah, it's that's kind of like slap happy. Like it was terrible. Moments where you're like, what? Wow, that was real bad. But, you but yeah, no, the rest of it was actually pretty good. You mentioned the plot being convoluted or you weren't – just were you not following complicated. parts of it? I sort of think I have the whole thing connected. No, I, I think I followed it for the most part. There a co- One thing that actually kind of stood out to me, and I don't quite understand how this happens, is – so the Black Guardian strikes a deal with Turlo and says, you know, if you do my bidding, I will get you – I'll get you home or I'll get you off this planet. Great. So he's going to do that. <clears throat> Excuse me. So he instructs him to go to the obelisk, which is, you know, uh, up this up this uh, hillside away from the school. Meet, go there, wait for me. So he and, and yeah. his Push fat friend. the base of the urn. Yeah. So he does that, and then that, you know, disrupts this uh, cloaking device type thing right. and, and reveals the transmac um, capsule. So how did the transmac capsule get there? Why is it there? That came from Mordrin. So Mordrin, if you remember, travels back, vi- travels via the transmat oh. capsule from the ship into 1977. That was the one. It had been sitting there. Nisa, okay. Right. And then they idiot. take him via the TARDIS, leaving yes. an empty transmat thing, right? Yeah. As soon as you say that, that of course that makes sense. Okay. Okay. Because they see it in 1983. It had been sitting yes. there since 77, hidden. Which I thought and, was okay. the coolest okay. part about... I, I really found this, and why I really like this story, is I found it very inventive in that we haven't really reviewed a story, and maybe there's a previous classic Doctor Who which does this, where you have the same location and two groups of people doing things in separate time, you know, periods of time, towards the same goal. And I thought that was very cool. And you have the Brigadier existing in both places, helping them. And that was great. I just loved. I thought that yeah. was very, very cool. The way that they did that, it was a clever. It was a clever kind of like uh, braiding of the storylines back and forth. As you and they each one kind of propelled the other side of that story, which was kind of cool. You know, you had the the bit of the, the brigadier not quite remembering what happened, but the doctor's able to get some memories out of him in order to figure out what had happened six years prior, which is what was happening at the time with Nisa and, and Tegan. Nisa and Tegan. So, that, that yeah, it was right. it was a pretty clever Did way to do that. Did you think it was a little strange um, that they immediately assumed the guy that looked nothing like the doctor like that him. had no pants on. I'm yep. going to let that go. He had no pants on, and there's lots of shots of his crotch. And it's like, what? Okay, whatever. That he's well, his the crotch doctor. got... It's not the yeah. same voice, not even remotely the doctor. Now, you can argue they've seen regeneration, so they're expecting him to change. But every time he does change for a regeneration, it takes like three minutes to go back and forth before they realize. But they buy that it's the doctor immediately when they yeah. see Audrin. It doesn't make any sense that, that, was, that they thought that was him. And when they see him, they don't think it's a regeneration. 
They just think he's horribly burned. They're not explaining it away like he – this must be the doctor even though it doesn't look right. like him. Yeah, he Moidrin starts saying that later. It's a regeneration. Exactly. And it's not as though they saw him from – you know, they <laughs> saw him inside the capsule. Like him. And it no. doesn't sound like – like it's like no. you can't – it's just – why is there a strange burned man here? Like is what, I mean, what should have been the – Exactly. Yeah. If the makeup happened, but then they wouldn't. Yeah, they wouldn't even thought it was. Why didn't he know. have pants on? He well, has no pants on. It's no. just and it's just they just keep doing that crotch, crotch shot. It was very uncomfortable. What was really distracting was the makeup stopped right underneath. Yeah, they, they so every time it, it moved, like, just like just, ooh, pa- pasty white, gross. It. Just you know, dude, just do the whole thing, then put the loincloth on. But I mean, it's not as though they weren't they, – they were right up against him. Like they dragged him bodily from the capsule, presumably all the way across that field to the TARDIS and mm-hmm. then into the TARDIS. At which point they said they had to leave him there because it would be risky to move him again. Yeah. So they had to leave him in the middle of the – And you know he's getting infected. They're just covering Everything. Just the, his back must be just – Horrible burn. Skin just being ripped off. Yeah. So that was very strange. I did like the touch though. Um, they had him laying there in the console room. And the control room, and they uh, they go to get blankets, um, and they, but they bring out like whatever they could find apparently. So it's like coats, and yeah. one of them is uh, the fourth Doctor's coat. So he actually ends up kind of wearing the coat at the same time that he's talking that he's regenerating. Oh, I didn't even pick up on which that. is kind of cool. Yeah, it's, was it was cool. the, the plum colored that, one I that he wore towards that. the end. It's kind of cool. So while that's going on, though, we have yeah. the Doctor, as we talked about earlier, uh, yeah. trying to get the Brigadier to remember because the Brigadier doesn't remember. In eighty three, right? He doesn't remember, you know, what something happened to him. At um, first, you could you would think, oh, he just hasn't met the fifth Doctor yet, so it's just you know, yeah. it's and that then whole you're thing. Like, oh, you just yeah. And the Doctor thinks that the Doctor thinks that too because he's going along with him and he right. has that kind of smile, like I've been through this before. You know, yeah. he's going to remember. And that's me. when he yeah. talks about Harry and Joe Grant yeah. and, and 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 everybody. But one one scene I did like was when the Brigadier was taking the Doctor to his house. He's going like to like a cabin type thing and it looked like he was saying come this way to my house it looked like for a second i was like oh he lives in a barn or he like he lives behind the house and they gave him like a little shack or like he's 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 in an old box in the woods because he talks about how he had a nervous breakdown and they don't respect him or whatever i'm like they're actually not even aware that he's there because like he's next to a house where you think he's going to go to the front door, but he's, like, telling him to go behind the house. Like, it's almost like, I'm like, oh, he lives. They didn't even let him in the house. He's in a barn somewhere. I'll meet you out back. Uh, we get um, creepy students whistling at uh, Tegan. She has to put up with that for yeah. that one the one part. Well, to be fair, that was 77. It Things was, were very different in 77 as opposed to 83. Um, yeah, so, so what do you think of the... the the recollection scene that the the brigadier finally has uh the doctor jogs his memory yeah so we got to see like a little flashback yeah we got to see a flashback of uh uh different um enemies from different stories i had to look it up because i i didn't we haven't seen all of them so there was the yeti yeah uh which is from the web of fear uh we do see the cybermen um you see the third doctor you see daleks um I mean, it was it was pretty awesome. Um, K nine, yeah. And one thing to point out too uh, is this episode, from what I read, was attempting to fix like the unit time issue. No, you with that, and then this no, caused you, more problems. No, I think you got that wrong, sir. Because I, I was reading all this. This is the one that starts the whole problem. This this is the beginning. Here Are we you go. Sure? Let's, I, I, let's do it. Okay, let's do it. Let's do it. So. 
in this story, the brigadier says that he retired in 1976. He says, yeah. it's 77 now. He says, I retired a year ago. But the first time that we actually see, the second time we see the brigadier, um, well, actually, the second time we see uh, uh, Leftwich Stewart, he uh, has become a brigadier in unit. And that story is um, The Invasion. So that's the second Doctor in season six. And that story uh, is set in 1979. So this story um, takes place, part of it takes place in 77. He says he retired in 76. But the earlier story says, you know, unit started in 79. Therefore, how could he retire right. before unit started? It all, it actually comes from this, this, um, this story. So this wasn't trying to repair it. This actually started it. And what I think is even more interesting is the Brigadier wasn't even supposed to be in this story. Uh, uh, Originally, added just for the anniversary? No. no well, a, a companion was going to return as part of the anniversary season. But um, it was supposed to be Ian um, of Ian and Barbara, the first two companions of the Doctor. That's why it's set in the school because Ian was a chemistry teacher. Ah. So they were going to do it there. And if that had happened, there never would have been this whole dating controversy at all. And and obviously this this, this whole unit dating controversy thing is like a very tangled thing. Uh, and there's so many different things that kind of add to it and help mitigate it. And we're not going to get into all that because, frankly, it's just more tedious than I'm uh, worth right. spending time on. But, um, yeah, it was supposed to be Ian. They were also going to get Harry or someone else to come back instead. But but the actor that plays Ian okay. just wasn't available. Well, yeah, the, the reason why I said that, though, and you can blame your precious TardisWikia.com, uh, because that says, yeah. and I will quote here, due to its ver- use of a very specific date, such as placing the Brigadier's retirement during 1976, this yeah. story attempted to address the so-called unit dating controversy. However... In so doing, it became a, mar- a major part of that very controversy. So I don't see how there this- could have been a controversy prior to this. This is the one that really – well, maybe there was – Hey, and it doesn't we, matter. In write case. into us. Let us know uh, because reading all these convoluted things was just like there, – there's so many stories in there that we haven't seen that it made it very hard for me to try to do – um, put the pieces together to see how it was making yeah, it worse. Which is why so when I you're writing one of these stop. stories, never include a specific date. Um, you know, or don't say four years ago I last saw you or whatever. Like it doesn't, you're just going to get yourself into trouble. Which they had done through, I guess, you know, maybe you're right. Maybe there, there was a controversy with this dating previously. Uh, I think there was some stuff with Sarah Jane as well, whatever. But yeah, they had gone a long period. I think we talked about that too when we, something yeah. wasn't adding up and that was part of it. But that's it right. That's matter. true. So maybe they were trying to fix it, but I don't know why they would bring in the Brigadier. I'm glad they did because the Brigadier was awesome. Oh, no. And both I'm sorry. versions of him were great. Totally agree. I, I'm sorry. I, what I mean to say is they shouldn't have brought him in in order to try to fix this. I am super glad they brought him in to, to this story. I think he was much better than Ian would have been. But to be fair, we only saw a couple stories with Ian. Um, and we saw a whole lot more with the Brigadier. Right. And he's just such a great character. It was um, cool. Yeah, it was a surprise. It was, and, and I'm glad that I didn't know. I mean, I knew there was going to a companion was going to be here, but I didn't know it was going to be him. So that was cool. He had so much to do in the story as well. I mean, as, just in he, terms of, as an actor, he had the 1977 version of himself. Yeah, he carried the story like he was a major player through both timelines. You know, otherwise you're you're alternating the Doctor and Tegan and Nisa, the Doctor Tegan and Nisa, but the Brigadier it was Brigadier all day long. It was Brigadier all day long. Brigadier with a mustache. Brigadier without the mustache. Brigadier with a little pepper on the side of his hair. A brigadier mm-hmm. all black. Like, you know, yeah. they had little tweaks to his appearance to sort of change the look of his age between 77 and what was the other year? 
83. 83. So yeah. six six year difference. He he went pretty gray and balding in uh, six years. It was a rough six years to be fair. He had a mental breakdown. So it was cool. Now, what did you think of the race of <clears throat> Time Lord wannabes? Uh, Which is Maudrin funny because other friends who had. I, I, I don't think there was names. a mention of. I don't think there was actually a mention of their race, which was interesting. I was trying to find that. Um, it was a cool idea that they had tried to steal Time Lord technology and in so doing had kind of doomed themselves in this way. Yeah. That now, was, do you think the brain on the outside, which you <laughs> yeah. know is going to be causing lots of problems and then, uh, it, very itchy, was that a result <laughs> of 3,000 years of mutations or is that what their normal race always had that brain on the outside? I think it's the mutation, and they make their own clothes, right? Like where they yeah. take those smocks and like staple streamers to them. Like what? That was actually it's, it's just not one guy, as real Bruce, looking as you think it is. Uh, Bruce just makes all of their outfits yeah, for them. He's just he's just very weird. insistent that everyone wears them. And it seemed like Maudrin's outfit was a little nicer than the other ones. Like by the time you saw like the seventh guy coming down the line, you're like, oh, that guy's just barely held together with scotch tape and. When they came out of their little crypt side yeah. room that they were hiding in, did they come out on roller skates? I wish they did. I don't think they, they did. But if but did I you notice they, did. they came out and they they, they sort of were glided. walking walking in a way to make it look like they were <laughs> gliding, and it really would have been awesome if they had just been on roller skates. Yeah. But I was like, why are they just floating? And they only do it in that moment because then later, they're like coming downstairs and walking, and just walk plodding along like. They're it's just mutants. an interesting, and I wish we knew the race, and I'm sure somebody will point out that there is. The I didn't see it anywhere, and I don't think. But they're such Time it. Lord wannabes. Like, not only do they want eternal life, mm-hmm. but even the trans mat is itself like a TARDIS. It's bigger on the inside. It's got, it's, yeah. it sort of has its own uh, relative dimensional aspects to it. <clears throat> so mm-hmm. it was like they're the ultimate sort of wannabes um, that yeah. messed it all up. So I thought that was cool. There is a lot going on in this. As much as I did like this episode a lot, but you've got the Black Guardian, you've got Turlo, and then you sort of have this other plot. And in a way, the Maudrin and their motivations and how they fit in the story took a little bit of a backseat. You know, it wasn't always... I don't know, other than him tricking them, there wasn't like a huge threat from them. It was like the Doctor had to fix them until they poisoned... You know, I guess that was the third third episode or whatever. They somehow they become or they're they able infected. to contaminate Nisa and Tegan. So I'm I'm trying to remember this. So what were they actually infected by? Because what's going on with them is a result of mutations due to them trying to use um, the Time Lord technology. I think the doctor says at one point that the mutations cause some sort of viral something yes, something something. Some, yeah. Oh, okay. So they so inhe- they, I didn't remember whether it's an airborne thing or whatever. Okay. Oh, no, I think they explain it by saying because Tegan and Nisa carried the burnt body of Maudrin and the Brigadier oh. didn't, somehow it infected them. But it still okay. doesn't make sense because how did they get cured? The doctor was going to give his lives, essentially, to, and they, they, they make a point of saying, I can only regenerate 12 times and there's X yep. amount of you and then I'll use yep. up all my regenerations. They yep. just added two more to the mix and somehow they would have been fixed yeah, I don't doctor. know. I was waiting for them to say, like, so it would have taken his last eight regenerations to save the eight scientists, but then there's the two of them, yeah, Tegan and two. Nisa. So I was waiting for them to have a moment to figure out, like, well, which two scientists, like, draw straws, <laughs> who of you are not going to get fixed? And how great was Tegan and Nisa 
in old lady makeup. And Tegan and Nisa as young kids, and for some reason Tegan loses her Australian accent, but okay, it's fine. <laughs> some producer's kid is getting a moment to shine on set. No, it's it's well known that Australians grow into their accent. Oh, I did not know that. that yeah, makes yeah, sense. Yep, yep. everyone knows that. that. Yep. So, so how that? Okay, so this this Time Lord technology was the metamorphic symbiosis regenerator, of course. Um, so this. They said it was the uh, device used to help a Time Lord when they're in a like regenerative crisis, which is a thing that they talked about before. Yeah. Uh, that's why the Doctor had to be in the Zero Room in a previous uh, story when Peter Davison you know, regenerates. Da, 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 da. Anyway, so this is supposed to help them, a Time Lord, whenever they're having a regenerative crisis. Why... So is it the fun- the natural functioning of the machine that if a Time Lord is in a regenerative crisis, some other Time Lord gives one of his regenerations through this machine to save them? Why- no, what I'm asking yeah. is, like, how does the Doctor's regeneration energy power this thing? Is that something because these scientists tampered with it in order to make it work that way? Or is that how the machine is designed? I would think Eric, that's you how... read the blueprints. Right. I would so think that's this. how the machine is designed because they – what is the cycle Every X amount of years, they wake up and they get enough energy for one of these of this race of these people to take the transmat to a planet wherever they're in because they're locked in a fixed orbit. Yeah, and they look for someone to help them, and once again they find no one to help them. So it's not like they're specifically looking for a time lord, right? right? It's almost like it's a random. Please help us. We don't know how. So I don't know if they would because they have. They have all of eternity to do it. Yeah, so I didn't they know if they could tinkered just... the machine specifically waiting for the one time they'll get a Time Lord. Yeah, I don't know. In, oh, that's what it does. It's it's able to maintain regenerations and aid with regenerations. And part of that is taking regenerations from someone else. I, you may it have must that. Be, that must be the case. The but then if they weren't specifically looking for a Time Lord, how yeah, what did they, were they expect to for? get help? Right. Yeah. That was, it was that's also the only like way... they were just ha- out of options. So they were just calling for help. Call for help. Yeah. Just for the rest of eternity until they found a time lord. Uh, anyway, it was it was, yeah, that was interesting. I like um, the, the 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 one thing that with the Tegan and Nisa, they did become like meth after photos, which was <laughs> I wish you could see like Tegan and Nisa normal, and then Tegan and Nisa as old ladies, and it was like, please don't use meth. <laughs> Their teeth are missing. Uh, the family won't speak this to them. This is what happens when you reverse the polarity of the neutron flow. You so, in speaking, going going back to the. Uh, that the scientists, their, their their brains being exposed, I think that's part of the, the mutation. Um, does that also explain their eyebrows that they have to tuck behind their ears? <laughs> I don't know what's going They are hot messes. Like, there's nothing... <laughs> they're, like, disgusting people, too. Like, you just... Not only the brain, like, he's just kind of annoying, and they're all annoying, and they all dress the same. They, they look like... Um, what is that band? The Polyphonic Spree. It's like all of a sudden the Polyphonic <laughs> Spree is stuck in space with you. Just as annoying. With uh, streamers taped to their gown. <laughs> yeah, I just, I found them incredibly irritating. Not, that's what I mean. Like, they weren't like a villain. They were these no. annoying wannabe types that were just yes. more a nuisance than they were a threat. Even I mean, they, they definitely they were contaminate, you know, Tia and Issa, as we said. They were villains, and they, they did contaminate them in order, I, I, and it felt like they... They were contaminated in order to keep them there. Or I, I don't know. I know that wasn't really the case, but like that's that was the function of it. It's like, oh, well, you guys are stuck. You're going to have to help us if you want to get away again. Yeah, somehow the, um, it's almost like his plan, but it, yeah, was it his plan? Because he I don't was, quite they see carry how that... an unconscious 
uh, body. But I also like the Brigadier who has this homing device that is able to track the TARDIS that he's given to by Nisa or Tegan. Mm-hmm. He keeps it like in a box of other just circuit boards and stuff like wires why does he have that stuff is he building a bomb because he hates uh that school so much i don't know (laughs) he's got some darkness in his heart um so the black guardian uses turlo as his agent to to cause this havoc um he says it's because he can't be seen to be yeah, directly. I had I had that as in my notes too. Like, is there a higher level of authority that he can't violate because the white and right. black guardians aren't supposed to interfere? I was wondering, is it he didn't want to be seen doing this because that would tip off the white guardian, which is his counterbalancing force? Maybe, or he didn't want to tip off because he and the doctor obviously uh, have had their previous history and 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 uh when the doctor was escaped from him in armageddon factor he put that um randomizing circuit in the in the tardis in order to throw throw off the black guardian so he couldn't find him again um and then he finally removed the randomizing circuit right, and now so but down. i just wonder i wonder so he didn't want to be seen uh directly coming at the doctors so as not to tip off the doctor that he was yeah. on him again i don't know like it was very clear I, I didn't know if it was like an uatu the watcher type of situation where the black and guard <laughs> black and white guardians are not allowed to interfere but clearly the white guardian reached out to the time lords or to the doctor to to find the missing keys of time so that's not well that was actually true yeah. you may be right i mean that seems plausible that he's doesn't want the doctor to take off again or randomize his thing. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's kind of weird. Yeah, it was just weird that he's, again, kind of this guy who's going to be be functioning in the story through someone else as he did in Armageddon Factor. is his goal merely revenge because the doctor humiliated him in some way or because he couldn't... Well, kept him from getting the key at the time. So, yeah, I mean, I guess it was... I I just thought it was vengeance. I mean, but then, you know, from, from what we've known of the Black Guardian, he's... Like the embodiment of evil and chaos, so he's just doing it because it's evil and chaotic. So yeah, who knows? Do it's it just up. a thing. He does. So I wonder, uh, speculating now. I like. A, do do you think we will see the White Guardian in these mm. remaining two stories? I guess if this is a trilogy. I, I didn't even know it was a trilogy. I didn't know I there think, was. I think that it, there's an arc here. Yeah, I think it's called the Black Guardian trilogy. Although one of our one of our uh, our listeners did tweet at us that this. Um, and I didn't quite catch it at the time because I wasn't actually uh, aware that this was going to be a, uh, a series of stories. But he said that it was a, a good arc. So I guess there are a few Yeah, more it now. is. So uh, it is called the Black Guardian Trilogy. It's this story, Terminus, and then Enlightenment. So we're doing all three. So we'll, okay, great. we will see the conclusion of this. If we hadn't been, we would be now. But that was, hey, thank you, Chris Dips, for saying he loves arcs, and this is a good start. I agree. This is, a, this is a, we're just jumping in because this is pretty much the only comment we got uh, about this story when I when I asked people for their feedback. Um, but yeah, this is, although Chris Dips, you say you, you like the character of Turlo as hated as he is. Um, I'm not sure. I'm on the fence with him. I think he's really interesting. Uh, I like the idea of someone that we don't know their motivations at all right now. Like, I, I gather he's an alien and he's on Earth for some reason, but I don't know why. And he doesn't want to be there. So there's definitely something on. So I'm excited about that. Is he definitely an alien? So we know I that. I think we. You I read think that, that right? Because that's what you said before. Well, 
I did read it, but I think I got that from the story as well. Like, they don't explicitly say it, but he does. No, he does, because he says that he wants to go home and he wants to be off of he Earth. He does so that. therefore... And when I watched that part, I thought maybe he was just wanting to go back home. Oh, no, but no. But it makes sense I, I that, that he's not from Earth. By that point, having watched it, I, I understood plus kind he, of what was going on there. He's talking technically about the scientific things that no schoolboy should know. So Does the doctor know? Because he doesn't give any indication. He, he must and know. That's what but he gives no indication seems, of it. Like That's the thing that I didn't understand. If they're trying to keep it a mystery, they do it in a weird way. It's almost like either commit to it and have the Black Guardian in the beginning say, I know you're not from this planet. I can help you get off. Right, it would just been one you know line I mean? change. And then it's clear. Yeah. yeah. Because he is saying he's figuring these things out and talking to the doctor as he's a talking about the equal about, you know, oh, did you do this or you're deflecting the, the gravity of the warp ellipse yeah. and you all would this. Think yeah, the right. The doctor would say yeah. you're the smartest schoolboy that I've ever met or whatever. I don't well, know. Well, I mean, to be fair, little... he's like in his 30s, so he should be pretty <laughs> smart. Really. <laughs> <laughs> Um, what else is going on here? I mean, I think that, that that's pretty much it. I mean, there's yeah, I think I said all. I, I really, I like, I like the, uh, I like the Starliner that they're riding around in as well. That was pretty. Yeah, fancy. everything is set for pleasure or something. Is what Nisa uh, says with a little twinkle in her eye. And a she new outfit. She had another new outfit. I like. The, I actually, the new, I really liked her new outfit. Styles of Nisa. She's she's got um, it going on. Tegan still has to wear a white bustier, which I mean. That's a choice, but uh, so she's going on there. <laughs> I don't know. It was good. I liked it. I mean, I uh, really did enjoy this. The last two, Snake Dance and this one, were both good I, so far. I, I'm, yeah. I have mixed feelings about the. I guess I pretty much don't like Peter Davison's Doctor because huh. he's kind of a jerk in the weirdest places. And I'll give you an example in this one. Yeah. He finds out that Nisa and Tegan have brought the Brigadier with them. And I think he yells at them and he says, I wrote a note. He goes, Tegan, how could you be so stupid? Yes. He did the same thing. And not only that, they were already with the Brigadier first. And he's the one that came and introduced the Brigadier to them. Right. So if anybody's stupid, it's you. Right. It's a weird way. And this is the characterization of it. I don't know why they... Sometimes he's just a, like a dick, right? But who is he typically a dick to? Tegan. It's Tegan. Right. So it's I, like... It's just... like I don't know why they keep doing this with her. Like, why bring her back again? Why keep this sort of dynamic only with her? It's a weird her? dynamic. If he's, and even if he's going to be a weird kind of dickish curmudgeon, fine. Right. And be that way with everyone. Yeah, she's a but dick to just, him, too. She's oh, also totally. like any time... Like, what do you, you mess this up again? Or like, you don't know what you're yeah. talking about. Or you sound just like, like, so they don't like each other. Two, it really she doesn't just went seem through like this it. horrible thing with the, the oh Mara. Oh my gosh. And well, she just wants thing. to go to earth. And they're like, come on, get over it. The first, exactly. The first, like, the first we see of them in the TARDIS is Tegan coming out. She is like uh, a captured, uh, she doesn't want to she- be there. I, I don't think she does. I think that she does want to. Yeah, I mean that's not clear either if she wants to go home or not. But the first we see her in the uh, the TARDIS in the in the first you know, one of the first scenes of the first episode, she comes out and says that she's still having nightmares about the Mara and that whole thing was you know she just can't get out of her head. Is she actually safe? And the doctor's just like, stop being such a wimp about it. Yeah, he's just completely dismissive in a just 
horrible right. way. And then she says, like, I would like to go back to Earth just to be around normal things or whatever. Like yes, that's uses. right. But she wants yeah. to go back to Earth, and then they immediately fall into this. Uh, Another thing happens again, and the, then the you know, ship. and she's. She's saying, blames the doctor, is this you're doing again? No, it's like not a fun, like if nobody's having fun, fun. why are you people doing it? And then, but I didn't like to go back to him. I don't like that. They always have him as a jerk sometimes. And most of the time he's he's fine, he's nice. And then there's like these moments where you see this other side of him that are just sort of off-putting. Especially in that case, he's calling her stupid for something he did. Like, he did the same thing, and it's worse because he... He should know better. He should know better, and he did it last, so if anybody should get yelled at, it's him. Right. Uh, I, I mean, there, like, there are moments when, like, previous doctors have that sort of dual side. You know, um, uh, Baker does that a, a lot as well, where he'd just be kind of berating he, someone, but then he's he'd, like... He's charming about he, it. Like but the, he'd be charming. I mean? He'd have like a twist at the end and, like, have a smile, and it's like, he was just kind of messing yeah, around with it's you. it's funny, whereas this... he's this Peter is Davison mean. is too serious. Where it's like, yeah. it's not somebody I would really want to spend all that much time with. Or when he does do the kind of charming smile thing, it doesn't work. Because he does try to do that sometimes as well. He'll be like mean and then just like, ah, then happy and jovial. And just such a switch. And it's, he doesn't sell it. Yeah, I'm. Yeah. he's not my favorite doctor. That's for sure. I would, I would, I would agree there. I mean, but with all but the that stories. said, these last two stories I've really liked. And yes. I had some mixed feelings uh, with... Some of his earlier ones, so it's yeah. I think it's, this we're season, in a good run, I think, right now. So we'll see where it goes. Yeah, this twentieth season. I, I do want to go back. Obviously, we we've talked about this. We missed some of these stories. I, I think this twentieth season seems really strong. Um, like they are just putting everything into yeah, it for Arc this of anniversary was season. First of this season. Yeah. Arc, Snake Dance, and then this one. Yeah. Yeah. So we're doing so, the whole season. I think it. Ends yeah, we are doing the whole season. And five doctors so, are at Enlightenment. Yeah, just may, we've missed other Davison stories, so maybe there are other gems in there as well. But just as a as a whole uh, season, this has been pretty good. All right, so we um, we don't have any listener feedback. Nope. Well, we except that tweet that just reviews. read. Ah, gosh, guys. Uh, yeah. So if you want doldrums. to help us, um, please subscribe. First off, if you want to support the show, you could subscribe to us via iTunes. That's going to help. You can leave a review. Uh, we're at 19. We're so close to 20. I believe at 20, they crown you uh, and you get a plaque or something for your wall. So we would yeah. like that. Uh, I would love a plaque. Pl- uh, share it on f- Facebook or Twitter or wherever and let people know. Um, if you're interested in, in fact, buying a DVD, purchase it via our schedule page and we will get a little sweet sweet taste of that sunshine. Um I will say also, if you're going to uh, subscribe and review and you use iOS devices, um, try using the Apple Podcast app and subscribe there and also uh, leave your review there. I think Apple is going to be starting to rely on that a little bit more as opposed to the Mac-based iTunes right, thing. Well, so start, start from, doing that as well if, that if you want to help us. If you want to write us uh, letters and we will read anything you write to us uh, on air, you can write us at the old Doctor Who show at gmail.com. And if you want to send us any physical goodies, uh, like listener Stephen did, uh, we had gotten mugs, some of the best mugs in the business. Uh, you can send the old Doctor Who show. Uh, that's P.O. Box two one three one, Red Bank, New Jersey zero seven seven zero one. I love that mug. I put mine in a protective case and will never let it see sunlight again because oh, I care more. I use mine all, uh, all the time. 
You're okay. the worst person. Um, what else? What we, else do we have? I think that's hey, it. Uh, you got us on the tweeters, so that's a TODW show on the tweets. Um, I'll be posting funny gifts uh, as we go here. I, at least I think they're funny. Um, yeah, everybody loves it. Uh, thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. And uh, I think that's it. So next time we will be continuing on this arc. Uh, what do we say the next yeah, story is called? If you want to called? follow along with us or listen along with us, however you want to Same. put it, it's Terminus, and that's going yeah. to go up. Our episode goes up on September 20th. So please watch the epi- uh, episodes before then. If you want to write your feedback or a question or whatever and you want us to talk about it on our next episode, you have to get that to us by the Sunday, really the Saturday before yeah, uh, the I'll try to be better about reminding you guys on yeah. the Twitters. You can send uh, it out on Twitter or that. Facebook yeah. or email us. Email is yeah. probably the best. Uh, but okay, you, this you is you the longest have... we've talked about all of our social stuff, so let's... Uh... All right, we're done. I think we're good. <laughs> it off. <laughs> all right, people. All right, buddies. Bye. Thank you for listening. We will talk to you soon. See you. All right, we're done. I can't. You're done.